You're listening to Robot Trading Radio. Now back to the show with your host, Nick Sayak. The ticker symbol TLRY, a Canadian cannabis company trading on the United States Stock Exchange. Since its IPO, July 19, 2018, it has had an absolute meteoric rise of about 1,200% as of recently. However, just recently it came off those highs. It traded just up to $300, I believe, on the dot and fell from that point back down to where it's at currently as of the time of recording this at $107.88. This move is absolutely insane. 1,200% in what's got to be just a few months, less than six months, 1,200% rise. What's really popping in the investment world right now, and especially on Wall Street, is these pot stocks. The With the rising uh, anticipation of legalization of marijuana and things being passed, I don't know all the specifics, but there's lots of regulation-related things that are going on right now that are opening up a lot of uh, potential in the space of pot stocks. And Tilray, T-L-R-Y, is the leading company, I believe, on the subject. With that sort of meteoric rise, you can see why it's catching a lot of attention uh, of a lot of investors. So what do I make of all this? Well, this reminds me a lot of something else. Uh, About a year ago, I started talking about uh, cryptocurrencies. Now, I had heard of them a long time ago, but I never... I never dabbled, uh, you know, I heard of them before I even had started trading or investing, and I pretty much steered clear because I didn't know enough about it. Uh, But what I did know was that when cryptocurrencies skyrocketed, uh, you know, I think it was thousands of percents as well, in the matter of a couple months, you know, half a year, it was definitely a cause for concern. When there is just absolutely meteoric rises like that, it is, it is greed that's flooding into the market. It's people who they want to be a part of the, the, the rocket ship, basically. Um, and as you can probably tell if you are listening to this now, you probably have seen cryptocurrencies since the absolutely uh, meteoric rise. But what do I think about pot stocks? Is it the same scenario? Is it different? Uh, well, it's tough to say, to be honest. I, I don't have a definite uh, opinion, but I will say this. Pot stocks are a little bit different to me uh, just from a day-to-day person in the fact that uh, if that becomes a legal product, that's what it is. It's a product. It's a physical asset that can be written down on a profit and loss sheet in a company. People can make money with this because it's a physical uh, good. I almost said gold because I was thinking of gold. Gold, like Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin is often called the uh, internet gold. But the idea is kind of the same. It's it's some sort of uh, commodity. However, Bitcoin doesn't have a physical representation, I guess. Anyways, 
the idea with pot stocks is that you know the one difference that I could potentially see is the fact that like I said it's a physical good that can be traded it's a commodity um, it's something that can be written down on a profit and loss sheet you can sell that over the counter if it becomes legal like uh, like I had talked about before that's uh, considering there's further regulation uh, you know improvements and stuff like that all different legal stuff that has to go into making that sort of thing uh, more available uh, but if it becomes available it's definitely a physical good that could be sold and huge companies will and are already are already coming about because of it so comparing it to Bitcoin I think is a little bit a little bit uh, different however what is the same is I don't like to buy when everybody else is buying it is not just it doesn't just feel wrong to me which it does feel wrong to me to buy when everybody's buying but it's also really dangerous we already saw the story of people chasing Bitcoin I was just talking to somebody actually recently who bought Bitcoin at 17,000 and was still holding I don't know if they bought a full Bitcoin or not but still regardless they are in a world of pain because they chased the price now I understand chasing the price it's it's a natural response it's what you want to do you want to be a part of the winning so you you jump in at the best price you possibly can as quickly as you possibly can but here's the thing that right there is what the experienced traders eat up for breakfast that's how they make their money is naive people doing the almost natural thing it's natural for you want to want to be a part of the winners but the big guys know that too so they're going to prey on that when Bitcoin became shortable on the futures uh, futures market in some ways I believe it was kind of the beginning of the end because the big guys had the opportunity to load up on short positions against the retail guys who were buying that thing thinking it would go to 50,000 by the end of the year now I still don't have a strong opinion on where crypto goes uh, or pot stocks to be honest I don't really have a strong opinion of where they go but buying the highs to me is very uncomfortable and it's my personal opinion that I you won't catch me doing that very often I don't necessarily think that pot stocks or cryptocurrency are limited I believe they definitely could be the next big thing in fact I actually own a little bit of cryptocurrency not much just a little bit but here's why and the reason I bring this up is because I'm considering the same stance on uh, on pot stocks here's why you don't know where these things are going I don't know where these things are going but they are so volatile that if they go somewhere if they go if they skyrocket if they double if they triple over the next couple years you do want to be a part of that scenario right obviously that would be great you know double your money triple your money whatever but the idea is that if you invest at the top you could lose a lot of money all sorts of different dangers go into it but what about this this is my position on crypto what if you take a small amount of money you put it into crypto and I'm not talking about money 
that you need to pay your rent or whatever. I'm talking about take a sum of money that you can kiss goodbye. Take it out of your bank account if you have this. Granted, you have this. You take it out of your bank account and you kiss it goodbye. You, you buy uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum or uh, any of your favorite cryptocurrencies, these volatile instruments, and you just hold them at a low price. You buy them as low as you possibly can. Possibly you buy in, in, uh, in waves. Let's say you buy a first position at one level and you buy a second if it goes lower and you buy a third and something like that. You take a position in these, and if they go to zero, you already kissed that money goodbye. It's gone. You lost it all. The most you can lose in a long position, unless there's some sort of crazy act of God in the market where you know, it runs right through your stop losses and you end up open the, owing the broker, which I guess can happen. But for the most part, the most you can lose in a long position is 100% of your money. So if you put $1,000 into cryptocurrency, the most you can lose is $1,000. But if you look historically on cryptocurrency, you can see there's multiple meteoric rises followed by sharp declines that lasted sometimes six months, a year, or two years. You can see bear markets that, that really were sharp declines but eventually they came back. Eventually they skyrocketed again. Now I'm not saying that they necessarily will, but what I'm saying is you can take a look at these, take a look at these meteoric rises, thousands of percents on your money, thousands of a percent of your money, I guess. But the idea is that you can have these massive, massive rises when people flood in trying to buy it. So what if you take a small amount of money that you can afford to lose, you put it into cryptocurrency, and if it rises, you make a large amount of money. If it rises like you had seen it rise in the last, you know, however long Bitcoin has been around, the last decade or whatever, if it does it again, you stand to make a lot of money. Let's say your $1,000 goes to $10,000, something like that. That's an idealistic situation, and maybe it'll never happen. But if you take that $1,000 and you buy Bitcoin, if it goes to zero, you lose $1,000. If it does what it's done in the past, you make 10000 I don't know. Sounds like a decent deal to me, so that's why I have a little bit of money in cryptocurrency. Now, turning back to pot stocks, what if... You did the same thing with pot stocks. Let's say you have $2,000 of completely, you don't need this money, you can kiss it goodbye. Let's say you put $1,000 into cryptocurrency and $1,000 into pot stocks. Now, like we had covered earlier, I don't know where these things are going. You don't know where these things are going. If you did, you would already be in it and the price would already be there because if it was already, if it was already common knowledge of where these things were going, the price would already go there because everybody would buy. That's, that's common sense. It's obvious. You don't know. I don't know. Instead, you can take advantage of the potential moves and measure your risk. So you can buy, let's say $1,000 of each one of these. Just, just throw out a number. You buy $1,000 of pot stocks. You throw $1,000 into Bitcoin. 
let's let's run through a hypothetical situation. First, the bad. Let's say cryptocurrency never never uh, rallies again, and it eventually goes to zero. Well, you lost a thousand dollars there. Let's say weed stocks, pot stocks, go to nothing. They go to pennies. They're completely worthless, and there's no foreseeable future for pot stocks to. Uh, you know, become regulated and become sellable in the United States and that sort of thing. The most you can lose is a thousand dollars on that. So you lost two thousand dollars. Now, to some people, obviously, that's a huge amount of money. To me, it's a big amount of money, of course. Uh, but you can recover. You can survive. That's not the end of the world. But let's take the other potential uh, scenario. Let's say just one of these does well, while the other does terrible. Let's say you lose $1,000 in cryptocurrency, but your pot stocks, let's say they quadruple. So let's say your $1,000 turned into $4,000. Well, there you made $3,000 on your pot stocks and you lost $1,000 on your cryptocurrency. You net a $2,000 gain on your $2,000. That's a 100% increase. It's kind of like a diversification of extremely volatile markets and taking advantage of the potential of both both uh, pot and cryptocurrency if they ever rally strongly again which to some extent pot stocks are still rallying right now but I'm saying if they give you an opportune entry I should clarify that if they give you an opportunity to enter at a low price when people are really selling it off and you take advantage of that entry that's what I'm talking about so finally, let's talk about the final scenario. The final scenario is that five years from now, pot stocks do amazing, cryptocurrency do amaz amazing, cryptocurrencies do amazing, and you're sitting there looking at massive gains in both. To me, as a young person, I'm only 21 years old, this kind of intrigues me. The idea that you could potentially gain huge and take advantage of these extremely volatile, extremely uh, new emerging marketplaces and be on the front side of potential massive gains. And on the downside, on the back side, you just lose $2,000. You know, this could... You know, $2,000, like I said, is a big amount of money, of course, but it's something that you can recover from. It's not going to break the bank forever, given that you, you know, you're able to get a job and, and to eventually make house payments and do all the adult stuff like that and eventually make money. But I don't know. I thought this was an interesting idea. It's definitely something that I am actually going to be employing in my own uh, portfolio, kind of a diversification. If I take 1% of my portfolio and put it into cryptocurrency and 1% and put it into pot stocks at a at a reasonably good uh, price, that could be potentially huge. Or if you're more risky, you could potentially do 2% in each or 3% in each. Or if you're just a crazy person, you can do 5% each, something like that, 10% each, 20% each, I don't care, whatever. You get the idea. The idea is that we could potentially take advantage of massive gains while losing only what we put in. You could double and triple and quadruple and, you know, X percentage gains on these extremely volatile markets that could be the next big thing again, basically. 
So with that, I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening. I know it's been a little bit since I posted an episode, but this has been pressing and I've been really busy lately uh, working on my my systems. I'm trying to build a trend following system to complement my mean reversion system, but that's a bunch of noise that you don't want to hear right now. So maybe on the next episode. Thank you guys for listening and we will catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening.